Alright people, it's the Mighty Ten, the tenth episode of Down the Wire, and we liked last week so much that we're gonna do it again. Let's just talk stories back and forth and back and forth, back and forth and back and forth, yes! And wrapping it up with another Mighty Top Ten, Top Five for Tom, Top Five for me, all coming at you Down the Wire, baby! Okay, get me out of this house, get me out of my head. Episode 10! Got me all jacked up for that one. I don't uh, need to stretch. I'm stretching for you. Oh my god! 10 episodes, double digits. We made it. Yeah, always. We had two and a half we months. We dedicated ourselves for 10 weeks. That is the longest I dedicated myself to anything since March of last year. Uh, that's... Pretty much longer than any substantial relationship I've ever yeah, been in. Yeah, 10 weeks. That's about when I usually give it a quit. Right and I've been with my girlfriend for like eight months. Mm. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, well, then what was the point of the 10 weeks? Well, I said substantial. I love you. Oh, love you. She listens. So she, yeah, she I know she follows yeah. it. I, saw yeah. it. I thought that, you know what's the real funny part about that? So I saw that she followed it, right? Mm -hmm. But she doesn't like have her name as like the thing. It's just like a bunch of letters and numbers or whatever, kind of oh, like how okay. Amy's is, right? If oh, you see it, Amy's her sister, by the way. By the way, so I saw her, and she's like got like a tropical ocean view picture sure. or something on Facebook as her profile picture. So that's her profile picture on Podbean. Okay. And I thought that was the Malaysian listener, and I got really excited. Oh, <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I know. And it got me all hyped up for no reason. No, no, no. She she says she listens to us on like the ride to work, which I think she listens I think she lives like ten, ten minutes. minutes away. So you know, she gets <laughs> she gets yeah, real intro, far into our, into our podcast. What a week in news. Um we're just gonna start rattling off stories again. I liked last week a lot better, and I think it works better for us. So we'll do it that way. Sure. Despite what our listeners want, which is nothing apparently because no one comments on anything. Well, we are just not good at this. Maybe. Maybe but, that's just probably what Well, you is. know what? I, I don't care. Someone all, give us some attention. All one Malaysian listeners can If we've gotten enjoy. to Malaysia, we can get one comment from someone we know. Okay. Next up, I'm shooting for Estonia. I'm... All about Djibouti, if you know what I mean. Hey, so if we can get out there. Djibouti, 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 rocking everywhere. That almost worked. Yeah, it's way too hard to say. <laughs> we can't do it. What a week in news. What do you want to talk about? Why don't you lead us off today? Okay, well, let's start off with, like, let's start off with the beginning of the week. The, the, the beginning of last week, rather. Okay. Dude, Paul Pierce. What you doing, Paul Pierce? Paul Pierce, man. Oh, my God. You got to turn down the horny a little bit. Oh, if, if you... if. For people who haven't heard, I feel like this is a fairly Pretty, common story. This might story. have been nationwide, not just sports-wide story, yeah. Paul, Paul Pierce decided to go on Instagram and start showing off uh, his smoking skills uh, along with his good friends, Jade, uh, let's see. Uh, what, Charity. Diamond. Uh, um, Mercedes. Uh, pretty much every stripper in 
in, in like a five block radius. They were all there. They were um, all chopping it up. And, well, needless to say, Paul Pierce got canned from ESPN real, real fast. Which I get why. But, man, that sucks. Really? They Paul had, Pierce sucked, too. Paul Pierce was a terrible analyst. He wasn't very no good. loss at all. Like, he doesn't need any more money anyway. I mean, no. he had enough for all those well, did you see friends he, to come by. He, like, went online, like, the next day or, like, two days later. I was like, big things are coming. I saw, is that the one where he was like, you just got to smile? Like, what, and he yeah. was laughing Whatever, about it. dude. You have nothing planned. Nothing. Nothing. He's going to sit at home. He's going to keep rolling up his herbal medicine and calling up his paid for friends. Well, and you know, like they know and good for him. Well, they know that like basketball players love the strippers. Like 90% Didn't of, we the, of the NBA. Didn't say how James Harden has his jersey retired at a strip yes. club? Yes. And not to mention the Lou Williams story oh, at Magic yeah, City. Oh the bubble. Uh which I will say I have watched many a review of the Magic City wings. Good chicken wings. Terrible chicken wings. Oh so, no! Really? I think I'm calling out Lou Will, dude. Lou, yeah, he definitely went for a woman and did not go for chicken wings. Big L, big yeah. L. If the chicken wings were at least good, I watched could... at least five different YouTube <laughs> he reviews. Said I, went to Yelp. I was like, I was super on and into this story, so I wanted to know what was up with these uh, chicken wings. We should do a podcast from. The strip club where he went. To Magic the chi- City? The Magic City Chicken In Atlanta? Wings. Yeah, we should do a live review yeah, of them. You know what? I'll get right on that. <laughs> but yeah, so Paul Pierce, he go. Yeah, that was that was a good one to lead it off. Uh, I will bring up a little bit of recent NFL news. Okay. Just from today. We lost uh, a valuable gym rat, as some would call. Uh, and uh, a valuable, uh, a real class act, as you would do. Who are you? Who are you talking about? Oh, we're not talking about Julian Edelman. Oh, you, you said Eddie, and I was yeah, wondering. Eddie. Yeah, Edelman. well, he turned it into a retirement ceremony today. I mean, what you thought he was gonna go anywhere else? He's gonna pull like a Wes Welker Dude. and randomly go play for like the Jets. Why the wouldn't he randomly just go play for Tampa Bay? Mm-hmm. Why not? They're you not know, gonna bring back Antonio Brown. He's on a sellout. He he is a sellout for getting drafted with Tom Brady. You just got sold out, but you He's didn't a even. Sellout for, for yeah, it's not his fault. Help. It's not his fault. Tom Brady's gonna win it every year, though. But so you sold out. Yeah. If you if you really weren't a sellout, you would refuse to sign the contract after you're drafted. Really, and it go was, somewhere else. It was either going to be Tampa or bust, right? That's pretty much what it. Had I'm to not do. surprised. Uh, so whatever. Is he a Hall of Famer? Nah, but his playoff production, man. So. He was so good. I think he has the all-time yards, maybe even catches in playoffs. Uh, I'm not giving it to him. I'm no. not giving him the Hall of Fame. No, I don't think so either. But it was—it's a good topic. Maybe mm. we could we could de- debate that later. Sure. Yeah, I later think so. time. Um, also, one other guy I got to bring up real quick, who's just been on an absolute tear. Let's get into baseball. Okay. Akil Badu. Is that how you say that name? The guy uh, from the ass- Tigers. I would assume it's Akil. Akil. Uh, Akil Badu. If I had to guess. 22 years old was a rule of five draft pick. So he had rule to be. Rule five draft. Okay. Yep, so he had to be on the roster. Mm-hmm. And has just been absolutely tearing the cover off the baseball uh, the last week. I had heard uh, a lot of stories about him. He, he brought his like mom to. His first MLB pitch cracked it. 
gone. First one of his career. Legend. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, he like brought his mom to like one of the games, and his mom gave like the most adorable interview that honestly like made me well up a little bit. Well, you're a softie. So. You know what though? It's, I I'm only like that because I never had that type of love from uh, my mother. Bleh. Right, mom? Yeah, exactly. And he's also got a walk off. He's the youngest to ever get a walk off. In Tiger's uh, history since like 1991, he's just go. been absolutely tearing the cover off the ball. And a guy who's been one of the hottest hitters in the league, and really the only reason to watch Detroit baseball. Well, honestly, baseball's been slow. The run differential this year is not what it's been, and I know that it's something that the MLB brought up uh, this week is that they are taking back. Uh, the juice balls. Remember that that was a thing that they juiced their, the the baseballs uh, to help kind of make some action, and we were seeing it like in games. It was like home run or bust for a lot of the the games. And now that they've deadened the balls a little bit, go and look at the run differentials, man. It is for the most part not as good. Well, and they were talking about they also brought in. Uh, some of Trevor Bauer's baseballs. Oh yeah, it was Did good. Did you that see was, that? That was actually my my worst story. Oh okay. Well, so let's, we'll, let's, let's get right into it. We'll let's go. Get right into okay, it. we'll do do your best and worst. Real okay, quick, uh, my best story. Uh, I want to talk about the announcer on Friday's basketball game for the uh, Golden State Warriors. Did you hear about that? I did not. Uh, Aaron Taylor. A 55-year-old man has been uh, has spent two decades in San Quentin uh, prison facility. He's the broadcaster now. He got a chance to call some of the Warriors game last week. No shit. Was in uh, prison for 26 years for a robbery and assault with a dead deadly weapon mm. that he could, did commit. Right. Okay. And uh, he was actually just released a few months ago. But he owned up to his crimes and is now kind of like being rehabilitated back to everything. And he's trying to make himself a better man. So while he was at San Quentin, though, he started doing the play-by-play calling of the basketball games. A lot of it was improvised and uh, then eventually got to be more formal. And he worked very, very hard uh, at it. So he was broadcasting the games in prison? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so... That's badass. Now, though, when, when the Golden State Warriors uh, would visit in San Quentin, uh, what is that? It, uh, like, somewhere around Did there. Did they do a Netflix documentary on this prison? Maybe, I don't know. I think uh, so. But he would call those games, right? So a few weeks ago, after his release, the Warriors called him up and offered Aaron Taylor a chance to be a guest public announcer against the Houston Rockets. That is April so 10th. cool. So that's uh, Saturday, yeah. actually. Yeah, so he, he like he got to meet all the players. Like Steph Curry was super uh, cool, like like happy to have him there. And uh, as like that ex-con on parole, man, uh, good for him, man, to kind of battle back after you know, I, I guess going through some adversity, obviously that he caused. But man, that's that's quite a comeback story, and that's hopefully. He can do some more. That going is forward. that is really cool. I think that you know it's very hard sometimes to find employment and jobs, especially after like felonies like that. 
And to give him a cool opportunity like that, yeah, I'm totally down with it. Yeah, he, if super he was, good. If he was broadcast, I would love to see some of his like broadcasting clips from the prison games. I would assume it's pretty good, right? That's what I mean. If they gave him an opportunity to call an NBA game, yeah, he that may, would be bad. I mean, he even said he's he said, "Man, I made it to the NBA." I, th- damn straight, you did, dude. Yeah, that to counts. get like a full quarter, way to go. That counts. All right. So now you're gonna have to forgive me here. I accidentally brought up. My best story already, Kilbadoo. But I have another one right here. <laughs> so I'll talk about it. Nate Lowe in the MLB. First baseman for the Texas Rangers. Just been absolutely tearing the cover off the baseball. And I have been watching so much baseball this season. You because... have literally just told the same story but replaced Akil Badu with Nate Lowe. He's been tearing the cover off the oh, baseball, and, too. And Detroit Tigers with uh, Texas Nate Ranger. Lowe is just the third player. <laughs> I'm going to keep telling this fucking story now, all right? Okay, go. Uh, uh, damn it, I almost said I killed the dude now because <laughs> you did that. <laughs> Nate Lowe. My bedad. 14 <laughs> RBIs through the first five games of the season already. One of those guys who was in their farm system for a little bit and... Didn't know if he was going to ever truly come out of his shell. But he leads the team in homers, hits, RBIs, and Texas still sucks. And they're probably not going to do anything. But they got a little bit of a future to look forward to, I would say. And Orlando Arcia also got traded. And that was also part of my good news. I was very happy for him <laughs> to be gone. Uh, you Actually, you should be extra happy because... Keston Hira is playing second base today. Oh. Yeah. That's doesn't make me as happy as you would think because that means Colton Wong's not playing. Well, that and Daniel. But Vogelbach. Dan, Dan Vogelbach is playing first base. That dude. Muscle. Uh, he is he just, looks like a muscular turtle. He is like a mass that just holds a baseball. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Uh, yeah. Dan Vogelbach looks like. If you took the elephant man's elephantitis mm. off of that person's body and gave it a baseball bat and put a brewer's hat on top of him. Dan Volgenbach looks like that kid from Fairly Odd Parents with the boil, but just the boil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Dan Volgenbach looks like an entire bag of popcorn put together. <laughs> like off the stove top. yeah yeah just like if it was all connected because there is no su- smooth surface on that man's body it's Nothing. all this round i just imagine he can flex that stomach and it's just a muscle it's like a rock when you try to punch it's, it dan vogelbach looks like the dude from blade runner uh that had the second face on its body but he's that second face you know what i'm talking about i know yeah. you probably have never seen I, that blade runner that blade runner sorry um uh 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 arnold schwarzenegger uh terminator nope god damn it i uh, i'll i'll think of it happy days yes happy days oh. that is that is definitely a total recall <laughs> that is it it's the total... pacifier that that's vin diesel vin diesel i know i know okay i'm not that uncultured okay i'm gonna go i'll i'll fire off my worst story real quick too okay while you're looking that up this one was pretty easy for me and it's alex rodriguez getting to buy the Timberwolves and Kevin Garnett 
not I, being able to. I definitely wanted to, to talk about this. Uh, by the Timberwolves. Uh, quick, quick timeout. This is Quato or Quato or something like that. I think his name is. That literally is Dan Vogelbach. Right? That second. Stomach. Yeah, the dude hanging off the stomach. Yeah. That's definitely. Uh, Quato is Dan Vogelbach. Just with more hair. We might have to tweet that one out. Yep. Yeah, that one. To Dan be... Vogelbach. Yeah. What if, can we bring him up on Cameo? Can we pay for like a two minute chat and be like, hey, can you read Do we get to chat with him or does he just send us a message then? No, no. They, they do like chats. They do video chats. Oh, we'll pay for it. Yeah, yeah whatever. It can't it is. be that much, right? For him? I'm on that. A-Rod buying the Timberwolves. Kevin Garnett, Minnesota. Your franchise over the however many years, maybe 20, 30 years it's been in existence, has sucked. That is wild. Terrible franchise. Absolutely dog shit. And you have an opportunity to get your best player in franchise history, won an MVP, made you guys competitive, and you have a chance to have him buy your team. And you sold for Alex Rodriguez, one of the shittiest people to ever play in MLB baseball. Yeah, you know what? That's some BS. Total man. BS. I don't. I, there since, has to be more to this. Now, story. since A Rod has left baseball and gone into, uh, what am I looking for? Broadcasting mm-hmm. and commentary and business, I've actually grown to like him a little more. Seems like a cool dude. He took a big L losing J-Lo. Big L. Okay, he didn't lose. He gave her up, big dog. Big L. There's That was just a huge... She's off the market probably by now, but if she's not, she's listening to this podcast, hopefully. Anyway, Timberwolves, dude, what are you doing? I, I hate this move, and the fans are going to be pissed, and the entire public is outraged by it, and Kevin Garnett... He's probably sitting there. He was one of my worst stories when they wouldn't let him buy it. Now that they sold out and gave let A Rod get in there, stupid. Uh, you know what's also funny is that a lot of uh, they kind of snuck this Timberwolves part into the the main story, which wasn't that he's buying the tinner, Timberwolves. It's he's buying the Minnesota Lynx, which sure they are very successful, right? But. Dude, how is this not the like main attraction to this story? Right. Wouldn't you? Th- who cares about him buying the Lynx? No offense to the WNBA, we like that and all, but like, there is so much more going on with the Timberwolves because of this Kevin Garnett drama. And the Timberwolves, although they're not doing well this year, they got a young team, man. They got chance to be. They got a chance to have a pretty bright future. And Kevin Garnett Man, at the helm been, of it? I'm sorry. We've been saying this for a long time. Uh, they need all the help in the world. They do, but they're going to get the first overall pick again this year? Well, is that how many, how many can How many can you get without being terrible? I mean, they have Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards falling out, D'Angelo Russell. Come on. We're, we're getting close there. We're getting close. Really? How close? Because last I saw, they're not in the playoffs. Yeah, they're the worst team in the NBA. Hmm. So... Well, then sell the farm, all right? Whatever it takes. Man, and they better do it fast because Carl Anthony Towns is not playing like what he used to. He's not out there balling like uh, what he was when he first came in or in college. Get the Bucks to get him then. 
Yeah, that'd be a great guy to play next to Giannis. Actually, it wouldn't be that bad. He can shoot. For, I was going to say for how defensive that team is, they don't need to have a defensive five because no. let I mean Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, just, he don't play doesn't defense. play defense. He doesn't play all. defense. No, not not at all. All right, and uh, we kind of alluded to it initially. Trevor Bauer, man, Trevor Bauer is the biggest most lovable douchebag in the MLB. It's crazy how arrogant he is and how much you can still be like, love that guy. Yeah. And and you know what? I think he has owned up to this persona. He has brought it in uh, a lot of fans because of it. I think over the past two years, Um, he's the reason the Astros got caught. Yeah. 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 Well, he made wind of it. Right. And, And which is funny and, you know, when he made that statement, he wasn't all that great. I mean, he was a fine pitcher, but he let him, like, let He's the... He's changed his game the last two seasons, for sure. Wow. I wonder how much you could say it was changed or if it was doctored. Because Trevor Bauer is being looked into by the MLB uh, for having some form of foreign substance on his balls. Yeah. Uh, but on his p- pitching balls, I, I still have to laugh. I'm sorry. But yeah, a- and Trevor Bauer said that when he was whistleblowing against the Astros, that uh, every pitcher in some way, shape, or form does this. Yeah, he and said it's just not, it's worse than steroids, but it's not illegal. That's, I think, what he was saying. Uh, well, I mean, honestly... <sighs> Did steroids really hurt baseball? I think they should just let them put whatever they want on the ball and let them juice up. I, I, I actually would have more that of game an would be, issue. It would be 400 strikeouts for the best pitchers and 70 homers for you, the best hitters. Do you know how much his uh, spin rate went up? It was the, exponential. The, it was huge. He had a spin rate of 2260 or something like that in 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Come the end of the 2020 season, when he won the Cy Young, his spin rate went up 500 points. Holy shit. To 27.68, I believe. And it the second place guy was Mike Miner. And his was at like 26.60. So... He's not even close to the level of spin that Trevor Bauer has. That is nuts. It is nuts. And it's clearly, you can see when he pitches, it's clearly something extra. I'm sorry. Uh, Again, I love Trevor Bauer, but dude, you are, have done something. Now, maybe, maybe that's him trolling. Yeah. What if they go and find some and they don't find anything? Well, they're, they're going to find something. Uh, It's. It's too obvious. There's no way that you can go up that level, that amount of spin in a given year. What's what's stopping pitchers from just throwing on like some lotion on their hands before they go pitch? Uh, well, really, what you're gonna see if they they crack down on this is like uh, they're gonna have some weird pregame rituals where they're eating like barbecue. Yeah, they're gonna be slopping those hands. Up. Yeah, where they're just randomly like, oh, what did you do today? Uh, well. I had a uh, honey on toast, and I ate. I scooped the honey out with my bare hands. Ooh, that's probably what Trevor Bauer's doing. Trevor Bauer. He, looks he like would a be a weird, weird, yeah, something weird like that. 
He might be just like taking a whole big thing of buffalo wings by the hands and then just Ooh. not washing his See, hands after. And, and like, I don't know. I'm, I'm pro and against at the same rate because the MLB, like I had said earlier, is down. And especially if they uh, are taking away the power from the baseballs, seeing less action, mm, it, you know, the MLB needs a lot of help in making their sport popular. Um, it, we've seen how that has gone over the past couple of years. Not very well. Uh, no, I, and that's mainly because their uh, social media game is trash. Ass. It's, Big it's ass. so bad. Nothing they, compares to the NBA Twitter, but baseball. Well, Get on your game. That's because baseball cracks down. People can't post any clip without the, the MLB jumping in and threatening them with a lawsuit or taking it They're down the altogether. the Disney of pro sports. Well, Disney is at least somewhat decent. <laughs> but, man, what the hell are you supposed to do? Uh, again, so I, I could be for that. If Trevor Bauer makes baseball more popular, cool. But if if he ends up making this more difficult in the long run, is it worth it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it could do something. Let's um let's change it up a little bit. I have an interesting fact I want to say to you. And let's just talk off of that. Let's, we'll go into some NFL draft talk. All right. Okay. By so, the way, more and more, Mac Jones, number three to the 49ers. Can I, can I, can I say this? Oh, is that where you're at? Okay, can I ahead. say this? Halle Berry tweeted out. Oh, why? Um, just some sort of thirst trap in some way. Tell me something I don't know. To which Matt Miller, an NFL draft scout. Yeah, I know. I know of him. Quoted and said, Mac Jones and Trey Lance have the same number of games in college. I just got to say, that is nuts that the 49ers are going to trade up to number three to draft Mac Jones even more so now. Mac Daddy. Why? Daddy Mac will make you. I get it. He looked really good. Draft. He, he did draft. look very good over the last season, and he set records in the FBS for, I think, passer rating and the completion percentage. I know he did completion percentage. But he was playing with a stacked team, man. Absolutely stacked. We had Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, defense, all five stars, offense, Najee Harris. Who else was there? I mean, you, the list goes on. He's going to have plenty of first-round draft picks to help behind him. I just, I, The more and more we get closer to the NFL draft, the more and more I am confused on why they needed to trade up from 12 to 3 to draft Mac Jones. Yeah. I um I we we've talked about this. Mac Jones is not the most athletic uh quarterback out there. Uh he's doesn't have the most talent. I I wouldn't say that he's the necessarily the smartest either. Like not nothing against him, but if we're going off of QB IQ, you know, football IQ, do you think Mac Jones is better than any of them uh, no justin fields dude everyone's coming at justin fields too and we gotta stop coming at justin fields because they're saying right now that his character is a little bit in question right 
because they don't know how much he truly like loves football kind of thing, right? Yeah. Now, Mac Jones doesn't have one, but has two DUIs. And not one thing has been brought up about his character in these meetings. In fact, they're trading up from 12 to 3 to get him. I don't know what is going on. What What is that? <sighs> I. We won't dive into that side of it. But you need to know right now. I don't see anything number three draft pick worthy of Mac Jones. Staying at 12 and he falls there and you get him. Okay, cool. That was a fine signing. They need a quarterback over there. To trade up for that, Colin Cowherd compared it to very Trubisky-esque move if they do it. Yeah, look at No one else liked Trubisky. None of the teams wanted him. They didn't care that they, they, they traded up from three to two to get him. Yeah. Instead of this huge jump from 12 to three now, they've given up this huge draft haul. And now, no one else really wants Mac Jones. If you want to take Mac Jones, go ahead. You're going to... Justin Fields or Trey Lance is going to fall into someone's lap. Atlanta. And the 49ers could absolutely blow this whole thing taking him. You know what? Uh, I did not have good opinions on John Lynch's hiring initially. Uh, But for the most part, he has surprised me. I thought he's done relatively well as a GM over in uh, the Bay Area. But if if this pans out like we all think it's going to pan out, uh, man, this is really going to hurt his credibility. Unless dude. they see something. They got to see something I don't crazy. know what they see. And it, he can't move? He doesn't th- – I mean, he's accurate, yeah, but he's got – he just makes wide open throws. And it's – and what you need to do <laughs> – you need to do it the next level. Well, I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking about it now. Like Mac Jones does kind of fit Kyle Shanahan's scheme better. A lot of quick throws and he's got to just run the ball most Very of the time. Very Matt Ryan-esque. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, think he was like a third overall draft pick too. I don't, I, I they need a difference maker at that position. To really take him to the yes. next level. And Justin Jimmy Fields Garoppolo is, is boring. Is Jimmy Garoppolo is boring. Mac Jones is boring. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got to a Super Bowl with a boring quarterback. Didn't win it. Blew it, in fact. All they needed to do was score one touchdown. Yeah. Mac Jones, I don't think that's the move there. So, to Hold hear on. that Trey Lance and Mac Jones have had the same number of college starts, crazy to me, though. Hold on. Let's, like, let's put it in right now. Where is Trey Lance getting drafted to? Trey Lance, dude. If you take it, if Trey Lance got drafted before Justin Fields, I wouldn't be like mad as a team of that. He could too, very well, be drafted above that. I'm saying right now, Trey Lance is probably going to Denver. If he doesn't go to Denver, he's definitely going to get picked up before New England. He's not going to fall past like the top twelve spots. They'll no, probably no trade up Again, for him. I- Whomever it is is trading up to five. That is my. I've been very adamant about this take. Might even trade up to four. Well, no, because I think the Falcons are going to take a quarterback as well. They got. They kind of like Arthur Smith with Matt Ryan. I think. <laughs> I think they do. He made Ryan Tannehill's career come out of nowhere. 
he, that's fine. That's fine. Except Matt Ryan's only got what two, three years left on him. Yeah, Maybe? but he's also got and that's forty million dollars heading generous. towards his name. But all the more reason why you get that quarterback to sit behind. I especially in this year's quarterback. Class. It's the most stacked class we've seen in a while. It's a damn good one, or at least you know projected. Yeah. Uh, but I I do think that Fields goes number four. If Mac Jones is at number three, Justin Fields should get drafted at number four. They. I, someone's going to have to take them because they're going to realize these quarterbacks are flying off the board and they're going to be so happy. They don't have to trade up for the third pick and they can only trade up for the fourth pick now too. Yeah. On top of it. I would say I'm scared. New England's going to make a move for one of these and Belichick's just going to get Justin Fields or Trey Lance and he's going to do some crazy shit with it. I'm telling you, it does not make sense. It does not make sense. That's not the quarterback that Belichick works with. And I'm, I'm talking this about outside of Tom Brady, right? Look, but look at all the backup quarterbacks over the past 20 years of Bill Belichick. What, Matt Castle and Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Castle. Are you... Jacoby Brissett? Well, Jacoby Brissett is probably the outlier, uh, the one odd man out on that end of things, right? But, dude, oh, what's uh, what, a Stena, Stedman or Steneman? Stidham. Stidham. Yeah, he sucks. Oh, but you know what? Does he not fit the same prototypical style quarterback? If that one Belichick of those guys played? are available for New England to pick, New England's going to take him. I don't think they're moving up. Uh, no, not at all, in fact. What else should we talk about today? Uh, speaking of football, okay. did you hear about this Bellarmine College prep player? I didn't. Uh, his name is, uh, I just had it, Nico... Nico Domine. Uh he is a triple threat player uh, to this college prep squad, being a defensive back, a wide receiver, and the punter of this team. Hell yeah. Right? Well, this boy went to punt, botched the snap, and then ran it all the way back for 55 yards and a touchdown. Pretty damn impressive. Badass. Yes. Uh, Also, this guy... This guy is so confident in himself that he is already talking about becoming a walk-on to the University of Nevada's football team this fall. Mm. That's what he wants to do. Uh, So... He's a pretty damn good athlete, right? Nevada's not anything big. I mean, they're not a Power 5 school. Why not give him a shot? Well, and they're not, like, the worst team. I've, I It seems like I can remember them doing a couple things here and there. Other but... than Colin Kaepernick, it's another Nevada football player. I can't name another Well, one. I mean, did you really did you really think that you, uh, that you could think of, uh, like, some more Nevada ones? I feel like there's someone I'm missing. I feel like there's a running back that we're missing. Did, uh... Is that where Jamal Williams went? I think you just made that up. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I did. I don't, yeah, but... I I mean, at those, at the, I think college prep, that's like technically... I know a couple people who are actually going into that later, and that's kind of scary. At the same time, they're moving like far away. They're trying to make, a, make it out for them. It's like a different path other than like junior college, which has been really popular over well, the last the, few the, years. He's, like, he's part of the California scene. So this is not college, pre- like college, college. This is a high school. Yeah, they're a prep school. And but usually that they're a year removed from high school, I think, to go to prep school. Maybe I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's, that. Yeah, I think so. But 
a lot of their sports got canned because of Corona, right? Oh, so, so they're all that's just why starting they're up. They're in the spring football season now. And, and you know, I've made a couple of references to these uh, low-level sports teams, uh, college and high school, with some wild plays. Uh, apparently, like, it's been popping off. They need to do a better job nationally at broadcasting these games, too. If they want to grow this out, it would only help everyone, too. People want to watch football year-round, and now that they know it's at least Division One football, maybe they'd like to look at it a little more. It would help out the scouting scene right now. If the NFL, or not the NFL, but if ESPN was smart, they'd be marketing these games a little bit you better, You know, they I think. were doing that a little bit. Well, it was like the Deion Sanders coaching game, you wow. know? Like, obviously, yeah, they have to give him some prime time, no pun intended. <laughs> Ew. Yep. But, like, let's show all the games. No one saw Trey Lance play, barely at all. Everyone just knows he's good. You go back and look at him, and yeah, he was nuts. He had like 40 touchdowns and no interceptions. But no one got to watch any of them. Let's make the market bigger. The XFL came out, and we were watching that right from the beginning. Yeah. Why not? Oh, well, I... And there's have... some ballers sometimes at those FCS yeah, what, schools. What was uh, what was that uh, quarterback for the Washington Sentinels for, in the XFL? P.J. Oh, P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. Yeah, he's on the Panthers now. Yeah, yeah, man. Like maybe he's come. Hey, quarterback battle. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's trash. PJ Walker, Teddy yep. Bridgewater. It's quarterback battle. I have a fun story. I also wanted to share today. Not gonna probably get too far into it because we don't talk soccer at all. Oh, no. But Antoine Gresman. Okay, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Just became a father to his third child four days ago. He's got a lot to uh, catch up on against Philip Rivers, man. All three of his children were born on April 8th. 2016, man. 2019, 2021. He's got a, he's got like a, a good timing. Talk about like precision, mm -hmm. man, for that. What? All three of them? That's, and it's kind of funny because, you know, we kind of have that weird like you and our sister have a child on the same day 14 years apart yeah so i thought that was kind of relating a little bit and that's wild three times in a row and to do it like that 2019 2016 2021 what a dog three time confirmed sex haver too now so three <laughs> good for him what a guy hey uh going back to the mlb did you did you see uh, Rogan Dodor got traded to the Yankees? Dude, he looks like E.T. without his beard, man. Do you know why he cut off his beard? It's a policy. For the Yankees? Yeah. I, I did not know this. I didn't know about this until last year when they made Garrett Cole shave. That's when I heard uh, about it. So this is something that was implemented 48 years ago with George Steinbrenner, who... Saw uh, Thurman Munson looking sloppy at, at a national anthem performance before a game, right? So it was implemented in, and they're allowed a mustache for, for religious reasons. But other than that, you have to be clean-shaven. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that ridiculous? I hate the Yankees more and more. Every day. But, I mean, maybe it's... And it hasn't worked. They haven't even gotten to the World Series in how long? Like yeah. ten years, their uh, their players must have hair cut above the jersey collar, 
And so if they traded Josh Hader to like the Yankees, he'd have to buy, cut his hair. Buy or keep it in a bun. Uh, you Can know, you the, do that? the Mets, if the Mets had that, think of their star pitchers, right? They'd lose to Grom and Syndergaard just like that. Yeah. No, no long hair, and they are not permitted to have beards. Even today. Yeah. Isn't George Steinbrenner dead, people? Been dead. Been dead. Can't. Can't we do something about this? Because it's, a, it's their tradition, dude, man. I, I don't give a crap. Dude, I, I'm sorry. Baseball and tradition needs to die. What? Yes. That's like the only part of baseball. Well, it's also the reason why they're not growing. Yes. So. Uh, okay. It, it needs to change, man. We were just talking about this last week with the idea of the designated hitter. Needs to be universal. I'm sorry. I do not want to see pitchers hit anymore. Uh, also... It's time to get some better uh, umps in, umpires. Yeah, it's I don't want to do robot umps, though. But did and, but you they're see getting what really happened bad. this weekend, too? Dude. They hit by so... pitch? Well, and... Michael Conforto hit by pitch. The Mets booth called bullshit on that. They also, well, and what was it yesterday? Was it Phillies Braves? Is that who it was? The play at the plate? Yes. Yeah. completely was out. I mean, by you didn't even touch home plate. And he called him safe again. And damn, like Angel Hernandez is just all over this, loving this whole thing up after he tried to do something and get his promotion. And he's known as a terrible ump. And now everyone is else is being terrible. And we're going to see Angel Hernandez be a crew chief now because of this. No. Oh, yeah. Is that, uh, is that, is and that, then, then we're going to get really bad. Well, and what are they trying out in... Uh, Single A ball, we said this year. We talked about it. They're trying to robot umps. And guess what? If you umpires keep effing up like you do every week, it seems like. It's going to happen. Dude, robot umps are going to be here in no time at all. No time at all. And then at that point, that's a whole can of worms on your tradition in baseball. Well, they're going to lose all Everything. their audience now. And then they're going to have to start from the beginning. BS. You think... I'm telling you... It, if they start doing all these rule changes, old they, people they are, are going to hate that. Gain. They are only going to gain. Yeah, but old people are going to leave. Well, old people are going to die. Oh, jeez. Well, it, it is what it is. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, what? You're not going to get 50 years of I guess. Of you got to adapt with pleasure. your audience. You got to adapt with the younger audience. I get it. I, I like a little bit of human error. But I don't like it screwing up games at the same time. Yeah. You know, you call a pitch on the outside corner, a strike every once in a while. The okay. hit, the hit by pitch, and the Atlanta uh, Philly incident—that that was the end of the game. Like the hit by pitch, especially, was the end of the game. Yeah, it was a walk off hit by pitch. What the hell? <sighs> Atlanta's pretty good though. I mean, really, it's it's still middle of the pack for most teams. Like everything, minus the Dodgers who are eight and two, and the Padres who are seven and three. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Padres. Yeah, yet. Tatis. Well, not just that. You let off with bad news. Oh, I'm more right. of a glass half full kind of guy. Oh yeah, well, Joe Musgrove. Grove half full. Musgrove half full. <laughs> okay, maybe they can have a they can have a Musgrove for religious purposes, not a mustache. Oh, yeah. That was that was what we I had no callback idea. from that. I was one. like that I think that's a mosque. But uh, Joe Musgrove throwing the first no hitter in Padres history. Yay. That's pretty fun. And the Padres are probably the only team that we have to dethrone the Yankees. 
Oh, when they're healthy. Or the Dodgers. Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah, the Yankees aren't even doing all that much. No, they're not anything crazy. We were um, just talking about them, so I messed up. Yeah, yeah. No, but But, it's true. The the Padres are looking good. I'm happy that they're looking good. Tatis is going to be out probably like six weeks, though. Uh, He's talking about playing through it. Really? Yeah. It's it's actually. I love him. It's actually extreme. He's either going to play through it. Or he's having season-ending shoulder surgery. Oh, my God. Yes. So. No. Like, honestly, Tatis was, like, going to be my MVP. He might, he, if, he might be, like, a top five player in baseball already. And he is. Top five? I think you are underselling him. Really? Yeah. Are we just talking about strict hitters? Right now, or are we? Oh, I'm talking about the whole package. Hitters, yeah. Okay. But but, I mean, it's the MVP. The MVP has always been a hitter thing. You don't get MVPs that are pitchers all that often. I'm sure it's happened before. I I think he's right up there. Yeah. After Trout, there's definitely a debate. I think Mookie Betts is up there probably as well. Acuna's got to be somewhere on that top five list. Freddie Freeman is actually probably higher than Acuna in my opinion they're both solid both solid Acuna's just such a perfect baseball player I mean he's five tool all the way did you hear that what the hell what the hell is going on upstairs all right okay anyway uh yeah but uh, losing Tatis I mean talk about uh baseball taking another hit that's a huge hit for the market right there a huge hit that is one of their star young guys that is their star oh he's a bigger star he's the future he's the bigger star than mike trout and that's because mike trout doesn't want (sighs) i didn't say a better talent he's a bigger star than mike trout might be mike trout doesn't like to be in the public eye he likes to be a hush hush pull back um how many people who watch their teams would be able to recognize Mike Trout like walking down the street, dude. I don't even know if I could get you. Could I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It, it's up in the air. Just walking down the street. Let's let's devote a lot of this time to our final thing. Let's do our top five video games right away. Yeah, let's do that. Not video games, sports, sports video, video games. games. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, gauging to it to a uh, younger audience, let's talk about sports and video games, dude. So, my entire life, 21 years now. Wow. I think I'm a sports video game connoisseur, in a sense. I can see that. I dedicated a lot of time to sports video games over my... I get Madden every year, get 2K virtually every year, get the show virtually every year. Lame. I know my sports video games. I know what was a good sports video game, and I know what was a bad sports video game. Because just as easy as this top five best ones were, the top five worst ones are probably just as easy, too. Well, that's fair. They Any, any bowling game Well, ever. you can just talk about what these companies have been putting out the last two years, but that's none of my business. Yeah, yeah no They've kidding. been slacking on sports video games mm-hmm. so a lot of mine let's lay our our ground rules out first ground rules are okay so we discussed this uh if we are doing these sports games we are taking out all kart racers so that's like any of the wacky racing games like mario kart and stuff like that with like power-ups and mm-hmm. trash. so we are allowing traditional racing 
if you want like it. Like a Forza. Yeah, something like that. Uh, you know, like myself, I do have uh, a racing game. Actually, a couple racing games in mind. But, uh, yeah, so all the wackiness, by unless it is a uh, more generic sport. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, if we are taking a Madden or a, a 2K, we cannot say them uh, as a overall uh, game series. I think that we need to do specific years to really hammer it home. I did pick specific years yes. if I threw them in there. So yes. they are there. And I do have a couple of like, I have a whole bunch of games to be honest. Five is really hard. Yeah, I'm actually adding some honorable mentions okay. as we're talking so, right now. You want to do like seven? Is that better? <sighs> Let's just make it top five and just just throw in the best ones that you thought. Let's do our honorable mentions right now. Yeah, that's what I was thinking right now. Okay. You started off. Uh, An honorable mention. (sighs) Are you? Honorable mention. I want to throw out Punch Out. Punch Out as a series was so fun. Mm -hmm. I love specifically Super Punch Out. That's the one that really got uh, me into it uh, on the Super Nintendo. Some great series with a very lo- lovable protagonist in Little Mac. And we got uh, some love for it later on on the Wii that was really fun. Uh, but Super Punch-Out is probably one of my favorite games that I needed to give it a shout out. It, it doesn't make my top top five because uh it's very straightforward and you can't play it super long but i really love super punch i remember you getting the newer one mm-hmm. like a couple years it was a while ago yeah. now i mean it was probably it was for the Wii. yeah and just i remember gr- you grinding that out that was a yeah, big one yeah fun. big one go ahead name all your honorable mentions uh, another one i got is super or mario strikers charged uh that game is hella fun. Okay, I also put Mario Baseball in my... Well, th- this is not baseball. This is soccer. Oh, is that not the... No, that's uh, Super Mario Super Sluggers. Slugger. That's what I... Mario yeah. Super Sluggers. So we'll get to that. Is that your honorable mention? That's an honorable mention okay, for me. Okay, okay. Yeah, Mario Strikers Charged is the soccer game. It is hella fun. Uh, that's the one that was on the Wii U, uh, and... It, it Super Mario Strikers is actually like the first in the series in the Mario Sports series that did like it, it's actually considered the most aggressive one because most Mario games are rated E for everyone. This one was rated T for teen mm. because it was or no sorry E ten it was E oh, ten yeah so, no but eight year still, olds love. but even still that's that shows the level of violence edgy yeah it was edgy. <laughs> Dude, they were like playing on in like Hellfire like airships and shit. Uh, so I'm gonna give some love to a lesser known series. All right, is that all your honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, I'm just gonna name mine off. I have a few of them. Okay, I won't go into detail too much with Ooh. them. Madden 11. Madden okay. 11. Which one is that? That's the one with Drew Brees on the cover. Oh. That one is great. I'll say this: they had these Madden moments. So fun. Okay, great, I those. great for the franchise to have a nice little like non-online mo- thing yes. that you can do. Keep going with that. The gameplay wasn't that great, like especially when you look back at yeah. it now. 
But the Madden moments where you could like come back down from twenty with like seven minutes left. Yeah, Madden, I remember the, they were I remember fun. Those. They were challenging, and that they is, were really good. That is something that is constantly being asked to get brought back, and they should. The they, and they did it from the season before. So it was all the moments that happened in the season before, yes. and you had to recreate them. That's super cool. Great idea. Madden 11's up there. I talked about Mario Baseball. I won't go too much in on it after Mario that. Super Sluggers. Super Sluggers. So fun. Super Sluggers. Super Sluggers. Did I say It's a <laughs> yeah. hard word to say that fast. <laughs> I also put in NBA 2K11, which is the one with Michael Jordan on the cover. Oh, so more 11. You have 2K11 and It was a Madden good 11? year. It was a good year. Good I, it year. might have been 2K12. But I I wrote 2K12 here, but now I think it was 2K11. All right. The one with Jordan on the cover, regardless. Okay. Next, Madden 20. Honorable mention. Oh. Because it was so big for them after having terrible Madden 19 and 18s <laughs> and 17 that they at least progressed so they got a little bit of a bone from me on it. Okay. That the game was so much better than the last three. I think that's why I like it a little more. Because it was so much better than that one. So I only put it as an honorable mention. Topspin, the first one. Yes. On the original Xbox. Topspin was so good. Topspin was so fun. Even I... though it was a tennis game. Didn't matter. Pete Sampras, undefeated in that Pete game. Pete Sampras is an awesome tennis player I, one of the I most dominating huge... sports video game characters of all time underrated uh, okay <laughs> pete sampras top spin one you know everyone talks about mike vick oh four pete sampras top one top spin and one <laughs> all right <laughs> and my last one i didn't know if this was really considered a sports game but i had to put it in there what was that game called i think i wrote the right name sega superstars Soccer, Sega Soccer? Sega Soccer Slam. Sega Soccer Slam. We're just going to start it off right from there. My number five is Sega Soccer yes, Slam, dude. that game was great. I love Sega Soccer Slam. <laughs> it, was... it is so dumb. It it has the most stereotypical characters of all time. Every single... It is honestly all over the board. kind of offensive. Uh, yeah, you couldn't extent. release that game now. No, you probably well, couldn't. I, I, no, there are. There's like a man that does voodoo. There is like a uh, 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 sumo wrestler. Well, and the most, the best character from it, we know Angus. Oh, little Angus. A uh, little haggis for little Angus. Thank there you, you very much. Whatever it was. Uh, yes, uh, played soccer in a kilt. Yeah. Uh, that is my number five. <sighs> Sega Soccer Slam. It was could have been right too fun. There. Too fun for words. It three on three plus a goalie was very fast. Had some uh, ridiculous like charge like special shots. Yeah. yeah. With honestly like a pretty fun uh, like arena settings as well too. This was on the what second generation of of PS2. GameCube, I, I don't know about we Xbox. We had it for PS2, right? Yes, yeah. PS2. Um, and I love that game. It didn't get super favorable reviews. It was like middle of the road, but I'll take it all day long. I put it I put it in my honorable mentions Yes, because I knew how much we played that game, and it was so fun. But my number five, starting it off, Wii Sports. Oh, very classic one. Wii Sports. Yeah. Do you have a specific? The whole game was okay. great. The whole game was great, honestly. It was really cool when it first came out everyone was crazy over the Wii you got it with the Wii mm -hmm. and 
you could get intense in any of those game modes. Yeah, you know what? Wii Sports was like the first thing that uh, it was like the longest running game for the Wii forever. Like it that had the it, it in like uh, Consumer Reports, like that was the main reason why people got the Wii. Right, you got is, the game with it, which is wild. Considering I'm pretty sure I was a pro in every sport too. Good Way for go. me. So Way to go. I could have been a professional because that's all about actual movements. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. You could cheat the bowling system a little bit where you could glitch that out and get a strike every time. Baseball, you just hit dongs. The training was dongs. even fun on it. Yeah. I, I was a big fan of Wii Sports, and I put it in there because... I think everyone liked Wii Sports. It's a classic. Yeah. It's pretty hard not to like Wii Sports. The motion controls were very good, uh, and they've only gotten better now uh, as we, you know, we see things. But like, still, it was revolutionary at the time. People don't quite match up to how good Wii Sports was. Great game, and for for some reason. Nintendo has not followed up with that at all. They had like some Wii Sports like, Resort, yeah, Sports sucked. Resort, which is not on the same level, and. They didn't have anything for the Switch yet, uh, which is also odd. Well, for we're regardless. Wii Sports is my five. Boom. My number four. I don't. I know we we were talking about racing. Uh, Need for Speed Underground was so fun. I know it's not the most conventional racing game, but uh, it was really kind of revolutionary for racing games back in the day to come out with this like design mode where there is this upgrade and customization levels need for speed underground was so damn good and it only got better with the underground too but i i'm gonna go with the first one uh as my initial love because that's the one i remember playing most fair enough uh i had so much fun uh finding the shortcuts in every little track the track variations were very good and uh, i made my car look fucking awesome those were man. always the best when you could just customize the hell it out was of it. awesome and th again that Make customization some weird ass color get some big ass exhausts on it yeah and some neons on the bottom Start dude going hell yeah. yeah need for speed underground was my jam with an amazing soundtrack as well Ooh, you know what those car games always have a better soundtrack than any uh, of the any I'm of the right person now, games number one in the racing soundtrack list is midnight club three dubbed edition that soundtrack slapped i wouldn't i'm gonna take your word for it good i'm gonna take your word for it do it my number four i told you last week i was gonna put it on this list somewhere but i didn't want to put it too high mlb power pros mm. had to be on this list yep. another wii game by the way that's two of them for you for yeah. me mlb power pros was released for the 2007 season in baseball. That's when this is from. It's when the Colorado Rockies played the Boston Red Sox in the World Series. Okay? That's when the Rockies won, like, they had Tulowitzki, Matt Holiday. They made it there as a wild card team. Did they play the Red Sox? Yep. Oh. And they released MLB Power Pros. And... In I played America that for the first time ever. Yeah, I kind of blew and your the mind. Only time. I, I blew your mind about this. this I didn't is know like that a this long was a running series. Japanese baseball series. Yes, I did the, not. 
It's still being made to this day. And I would literally buy a Wii again to play MLB Power Pros all over again. I mean, it's not that hard. Wiis are like 20 bucks. I want a new MLB Power Pro, so. Well, that's what I want. Okay, I don't want the MLB Power I want MLB Power Pros to be perfect again. Yeah, some like Snapchat avatars. You uh, used to be able to make a season. You had to create a player, which wasn't that good. It was their season mode wasn't always great, but like the team gameplay was a lot better. You had babies. You could. You could have babies Mm. in the game through all of it. The career mode wasn't very good. I don't really remember liking it that much. But you could use all these different types of players. The pitches would go all over the place (laughs) if you were doing something crazy. (laughs) And it had a very good, easy style to follow. Very simple controls. Power swing, contact swing. You were hitting X no matter what. Or A, rather, on the Wii Remote. I remember having so much fun with that game. And Prince Fielder was on the Brewers, and that was a fun one, too. So <laughs> Yes, yes, yeah. he was. My number three, I think you're going to be shocked. It is NFL Street. <sighs> Did I ruin your number one? Well, just, not mine. I'm not ruined yet. You're ruined. Uh, well, no, I, I have other ones. <laughs> and I'll get to there, get there when I get there. But NFL Street, should I just wait? Is that what you're saying? No, no, do it, do it. Do NFL it. Street was an awesome game. Uh, me and you go way back on this, obviously. It's a rivalry. It's addictive. Yeah. Uh, what You'd get just this truncated roster of... Uh, players from all the uh, all 32 pickup game only pickup game only. yes and you could go team to team or what me and thomas like to do is we play the pickup game where you have to draft from a select amount of players that was the bomb randomizing who gets picked first who gets ball first aka Always pick first. Always pick first. Dave, I never Dave get picked first. Always gets picked first. I just always get ball first. That's I don't know what, it is. what that's about. I tell you, I'm about hey. to get ball first. Yep. And you do the random. Mm-hmm. It's probably like 10, 12 straight games in a row. You and got number to pick one first. Over, overall, one, two, three. Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. Yes. Randy Moss, God on that game. Best player of all so time, good. according to NFL uh, Street. Uh, NFL Street. Yes. Uh, uh, that game was so much fun. Had a great little like campaign story mode as well, where you kind of had to like build your team the up. The stupid celebrations after mm-hmm. it was like, gloop, gloop, gloop. yeah, that tastes good. Yeah. Tastes like touchdown. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, only got worse as the games came out. Didn't even get NFL Street Three because it was so Street bad. Two and Street Three, and then uh, there was a another one like uh, NFL Street like home. I don't even like want to know. I didn't even know that. Like I don't that. even want to know. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, it's it's. Don't awful. even want to know. It, it sounds is, terrible because yeah. they they were, they blew it on the last the the series. The first one is so good and perfect almost that they couldn't compete, and they should have just. Oh my god! They just tried to change too much. And, and you know what? It's super unfortunate that uh, we're not able to play it now because it would be hot fire. I'd be playing it like crazy. Oh, if it was new like that? Yeah. yeah. I was, I'll take the old roster. I don't even care. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd like to have the new players. But if you gave me that, what is that, 2004 roster, 
Hell yeah. Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Oh, sorry, 2003 roster. Or came out in January. Another good one we used. I'll bring it up when I talk about it. I'll bring it up another thing I like to do when we Ooh, talk about it. Uh, All right. Foreshadowing. My number three. Madden 12. That's what I put right there. That one was such a good game. That's when I really started getting into Madden okay. a lot of time. This is the one with Peyton Hillis on it. Oh, my God. Also, the most random Madden cover athlete. Not even close. I mean, no one else is more weird and random to be on a Madden cover than Peyton Hillis. Okay. Gameplay for this was the best it ever was. There was never any problems with any glitches. This is when running and passing were both able to do in the game because it was very effective. And honestly, I remember playing this game with friends and it was a very brand new thing to get very competitive with this and i was starting to get good at the game i'm 12 now at this point so i was starting to realize i really like playing sports games especially madden this is my favorite madden by far and it kind of sucks that they i still keep buying this game every year and it's never going to be as good as that one and they really fucked it up with Madden 13, and they put aggressive catch in the game, which was just impossible to stop the first year. And now it's in the game still today, but they've nerfed it a little bit. Madden 13's one of the worst Maddens of all time, and Madden 12's one of the best ones. I know absolutely nothing about Madden because I stopped playing, I think, 2004 or 2005. 2005, the one with... Uh, McNabb? No, no. Michael Vick. Oh, four. Vic on the cover. That's the last Madden that I truly played. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if you haven't noticed, my list of games is uh, very different. But... I, I I start to get back to. I only put those in my honorable mentions. I think I got. I'm not just like sticking to Maddens or anything though. I'm no, 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 no. Diversity in no, there. Of course. I had to shout out a couple Maddens because I play so much Madden. Uh, you know, and uh, now that we're going over it, I have like three more honorable mentions that I totally forgot. <laughs> I'm bad. My number two, I think this is a, uh, in a lot of people my age, uh, like in their top 10 sports, that's backyard freaking baseball. Dude. Mm. Yeah. You know, we, like you played the backyard football on the GameCube for a good while, but uh, me growing up backyard baseball was where it's at. I have, Backyard baseball, I didn't play a lot of it. I did play one of the newer ones that was for the Wii again. Trash. It wasn't as good. Yeah, but trash. I remember going over to one of my friends' houses, and I had this old box of baseball cards, and you could create players, and we would pick the most random people from the baseball cards. And, like, Lonnie Smith, I remember. Ozzy Smith's brother. We found his baseball card, and we're like, put him in the game, and we would stack up these bums on these backyard baseball teams. But go ahead. T dude, uh, this is like one of the ultimate millennial games. Pablo. Pablo fucking Sanchez goes down as the best character in a sports game of all time. He beats Bo Jackson as the most dominant uh, character, player, whatever. Bo Jackson and Tecmo Bowl. Obviously, you, we all know the legend that is Bo Jackson and Tecmo Bowl. But guess what? Pablo Sanchez is what's up. Not to mention, you had other great characters. Ahmed Khan, 
dope. Kenny Kawa fucking Gucci, the dude in the wheelchair, he was killing it. Pete Wheeler, baby. Give me a traditional backyard baseball game again because we are missing it so bad. Missing it. NBA Street. Volume 2. Volume 3. Oh. Is my number 2 game. Oh, you're... Baron Davis on the cover. I... Volume 2 is a great game. Fantastic game. Okay? I'm... I'm taking aback right now. I love NBA Street Volume 2. I should have put it on my honorable mentions too. But I'm going to tell you right now, I was grinding NBA Volume 3. NBA Street Volume 3. Okay. Baron Davis on the cover. I didn't know he was even the guy on the cover when I was playing the game. Dude, they have done a terrible job at putting the like the players on there. Because uh, NBA Street... Uh, NBA Ballers was like the next kind of iteration. And I think that was Stefan Marbury on the yeah, cover of that. Like, no idea. Like, no <laughs> idea who the hell is in any of the covers. I don't care. You didn't play to get the people that were on the cover. No, nah, dude. You played to get the special characters in the game. Yeah. They had this... Um, they, they had... Like this career mode where you were a created guy and you got to pick kind of two bums to play with you. Oh, yeah. And you had to go beat these teams and do these challenges and hit this many Mm three-pointers and find all this. And you got to steal players from the team as you kept going on. And I used to love Stretch in the game. Everyone loves Stretch. Everyone loves Stretch. The seven-foot-tall whatever, dude. And I also remember... I had Kobe on one of my teams, and he would just score every single point. And what game was it where you could get the corner three? What, what game was that where you could glitch the corner three kind of? You know what I mean? Man, you're talking to the wrong guy here. I thought there was a basketball game where you could kind of just do a running, moving three, and it would kind of work every time in the corner. Regardless, NBA Volume 3, NBA Street Volume 3, if you were running forward – you could do this really weird jump animation <laughs> that was like almost looked like a kick when you were going and you would jump from the three point line and get all the way to like the free throw line and just have to like drop it in <laughs> and it was worth three points and it was absolutely broken in the game and you banked it off and it went in every time and I remember playing that game so much so I had to put it on my top. Top five at the number two spot. It's totally fair. Dude, you had Stretch. You had Bonafide. You had Osmosis. Uh, oh, Biggie Little was another one. Uh, oh, Dime. Yeah, Biggie yeah. Little was fun, too. Yeah, dude. NBA Street. Uh, again, I know Volume 2 better. That's the one that I kind of grew up loving more than anything. Like, man, I forgot Baron Davis was on the cover of Baron the, Davis. Volume 3. That's wild. I found that out like five years after the game. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Uh, my number one game, and the reason why it's my number one game is because I think this might be the very first sports game that I owned. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong, uh, like I said, I talked about, uh, backyard baseball, but that was something that I played going over to friends' houses. Um, but 
on my GameCube, one of the very first games I got was SSX Tricky. That game oh. was my ST game. To rock around, to rock around. That's right, I'm Thomas Tricky. Yeah, yeah see, it, I, I brought back. Oh. You, you didn't think of this one, did you? No, I didn't. SSX Tricky was so freaking good. Damn. Beautiful graphics for that time, oh, too. Wow. Just amazing for yeah, that. For, yeah. Uh, had so much color and light. Snowboarding to it. down mountains the whole time. And these, like, snowboard tracks were so varied, man. One of them was like a damn pinball machine. Well, and I remember you could, there was always, like, shortcuts and you yeah. doing all the cool there were, moves. There to was get the... no. Pre, little, little preset path trail behind you and yeah. stuff and obviously once you got these trickies which was like your special trick meter you did some of the stupidest tricks of all time oh, uh man. simon what like this guy in a crazed mental ward turned his whole freaking body into uh an airplane Shh. and used the snowboard as a propeller uh you had Mac, this like little shitty uh hipster rapper gangster kid, do like the worm all up and down. I remember on his that board. guy. I remember uh, that guy. Yeah, man, skills to pay the bills, dude. <laughs> SSX Tricky goes down as my favorite sports game. I know uh you were kind of expecting NFL Street. I know that I think that's where you're going next. But dude, this game was my jam. I, you know what? I'm going to call put it right here. We need to end this uh, podcast with It's Tricky by Run DMC. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, well, okay, cool. My number one game, though, however, it's one of my favorite video games of all time. Yes. It's not just my favorite sports video game of all time. NFL Street. And we talked, we talked about it, how we used to run it a little bit for your number three game. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things to do in NFL Street that you didn't bring up that we used to do, okay? We used to run the, once in a while, we used to run the all NFL pickup. And we didn't do the all NFL pickup when we could just pick any players. Mm -hmm. It was when we would tell each other, Okay, you have to use all offensive linemen, yes. and I have to use all defensive linemen Those were for great this game. And we would play up to 50 trying to score with so these fat-ass dudes, and we would suck. We would have no one who could mm -hmm. throw. We'd try to run, and if you were just get absolutely decked by the guy yeah. doing the power defensive tackle. Defensive linemen won every time. Every time. But we would do it with all different types of positions, yep. and it was like, you get this, you get that. Or when you would just be a super ass, and there would be two quarterbacks there, <laughs> and it would be like, okay, you have the first pick. The first one's either Mike Vick. The second one, Chad Pennington. Yep. And you were like, all right, I'll take Mike Vick with the first pick. And I would say, you know what? I'll just hold off on the quarterback. Yep. And then you would just take Chad Pennington with my second, with your overall, second pick. overall pick <laughs> just so I wouldn't have a quarterback. You're so good, dude. To do it. And 
I oh lost a lot God. of those games too. Yeah, because you, you, you were Chad Bennington. Chad Bennington would be like my defensive, uh, like my offensive lineman. Yeah, you'd <laughs> have, have to put him at center or something. <laughs> you did it out of spite, yeah. out of spite, just so to funny. make sure I couldn't get one. That's why we so still I, have we a PS2. Stuck. Oh. It gets the brought out once a year, maybe, or something, something like, that. like that. Yep. Just be like, let's go play. You know, we might have to do it today. Maybe. Something like From that. From nostalgia's sake. <laughs> but, yeah, that's got to be my favorite video game of all time, probably. Man, just, this, just straight up. There's so many good ones out there, too. And I'm not We're a missing guy. some really well, good ones, dude, probably, like, too. To- the Tony Hawk series, I love that Ooh. growing up. They just did the remaster of one and two this year, which is like fire. Tony Hawk Underground was great. Uh, like Rocket League. I know it's not the most traditional one, but Rocket League is hella fun. Me and you, again, very popular. Had a lot of fun playing that too. Uh, we haven't even touched any wrestling game, which I mean, we have history. 2008, 2009, 2010. SmackDown vs. Raw series was great. So good. I, I don't know how much you got to play, but WWF No Mercy for the N64. Oh, we had uh, we had an N64 game. WCW World Tour, which was also a great game. That's one of the best ones. Uh, But, like, there's so many good ones out there that we missed. Please, 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 please. You guys never comment on anything. I am making a plea. Comment your favorite sports video game this time because there are so many good ones and I know I'm missing some. We didn't give We probably pissed some people off not putting their favorite ones in there. Dude, we barely even covered anything before 97. Outside of some love to Super Punch-Out. Like I said, Tecmo Bowl's got to be up there. NBA Jam is gotta be up there for people. Yeah, but they remastered it and it sucked. Well, so I, that's why everyone probably hates dude, it. Dude, that's now. why. I, but the original why, ones were great. That's why uh, NFL Street got knocked down for me too, man. Because like, and th- that's saying something. Because but SSX series was pretty good overall outside of like what that was a really good first one. Yeah, yeah. SSX, SSX Tricky, and SSX Three were all great. Great. Yeah, we uh we made it now ten weeks in a row putting something out. We've having a lot of fun. We're uh hopefully going for ten more weeks at least. One and, more week at the yeah. very least. I, I go week to week basis on this one. We uh we're having a lot of fun. Keep letting us know. Keep downloading us. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Yep. At Spotify, yep. I think we're on. Uh, and of course. Chairshot.com as well too. Mm. And Podbean. We yeah. love we love all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. This is gonna be very, very interesting. 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 interesting.